serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy National Taco Tuesday, baby. Why do you always think of food to start the show? But it's National Taco Day. Okay. It's phenomenal. Well, it doesn't like a taco. We'll get you out of here in four hours so you can go get your tacos. Sound good? Pretty excited about okay. tacos. All right. Uh, Becky Lynn, you were just mentioning this story. Um, Queen Creek, Arizona. We've got a Queen Creek school. we got a kid that's dead. Yeah. So this is an overdose. And, you know, this looks to me, we, we don't know what happened. Drugs are involved. We don't know what, it's an overdose. This has to be fentanyl. And boy, have we talked about fentanyl lately. And I think we have to have another discussion of, about it. Um, we're going to get, um, you know, word of, of what happened here. But we had three kids taken to a hospital. And one of them died, 16-year-old. So, um, you familiar with this school? It's uh, Canyon State Academy. Formerly Arizona Boys Ranch. Right. So, this is like, uh, it's a private uh, school. You're right, former Arizona Boys Ranch. It serves male youth. Uh, if you're somewhere between 11 and 17, uh, helps them get, I guess, back on track. With a history of delinquent behaviors, dependent, neglectful backgrounds, mild mental and emotional health issues, yeah. special education needs. Yeah. All right. So, uh, gosh, last week we talked about a girl who took a pill at school. She thought it was a Xanax. This was L.A. She died. Yep. It was laced with fentanyl. And we're starting to hear that that F word all the time now because it's coming over the border. Who knows? It, a lot of times it's snuck in. A lot of times it comes through the port. It doesn't seem like we know how to find it. doesn't seem like we know how to stop it. I don't know if you can. You get the drug cartels there. But when it gets into our kids' hands, then it becomes personal. And so you had this incident happen Monday night. So these kids live at the, they live at this place. Yeah. Um, so they don't they don't go home. This is their home, from what I understand. Um, and it's fentanyl. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Because as we told you last week, fentanyl fifty times stronger than heroin, and your kids can get their hands on some of this stuff and they won't even know they're they not going know. out going hey give me some fentanyl they think they're buying a xanax or an adderall from somebody and they're selling it to them dirt cheap and they think man i got a deal and the deal is you're dead you take it you die fentanyl 50 times stronger than heroin fentanyl's 100 times stronger than morphine now i've never had uh, heroin certainly morphine i've never been in a hospital had morphine um some of you have had morphine, and think about if if you were to take something that was a hundred times stronger than that, because I'm sure the morphine knocked out some of your pain. Think about a pill, a drug, a substance that's a hundred times stronger than morphine. That is fentanyl. We were talking earlier. Uh, you know, we started to hear about fentanyl in '05. Then we found, you know, street use of it became popular in about 2013. In 2018, the crisis hit. And now we stand here in 2022. Are we speculating about this child's death? Yes. What do you see an overdose in today's world? Very rarely is it. if, If it's an overdose... 99 times out of 100, fentanyl's involved. Somehow involved. If it is somebody who took a bunch of pills, then suicide would be involved comparatively. They're looking to kill themselves. Right. This sounds like this well, wasn't a murder-suicide or a suicide pact. Well, there were three kids that were three taken kids. to the hospital. Yeah. So this happened at night uh, at, at, a, at 1040, okay, at night. Remember, these kids stay at this place. This is, this is where they live. 
They go to school there and they live there. And so at night, what are you going to do? You might mess with drugs. Okay. Let's also put this out there. Is there a chance that these three students took something that they didn't think was fentanyl? That's possible. Very, very possible. Absolutely. Right? 100%. Okay. Okay. So so we don't know what happens. So I mean, through- nobody, nobody goes and takes fentanyl on purpose. When you watch all those documentaries about those people, they know exactly when they're finally at the point where they're addicts. They're not searching for fentanyl. They know what's in there. Right. And they know what they can and can't take and what their body can and can't take. And it's sad but true. So officials say three students taken to the hospital. One of them, 16 years old, died. Uh, the age of the other two students, Becky Lynn, do you have any of the ages of the other two kids? No, yet? I don't have okay. anything else on ages. So well, now school's it's, 11 to 17, so. Uh, yes, 11 years old to 17. Okay, so it falls somewhere in there. All right. Uh, and the incident's being investigated as a possible overdose. So, you know, I want to I want to fully, under, you know, say, yeah, we're speculating it's fentanyl, but that's all we hear about and that's all we talk about. I mean, goodness, you can't go anywhere without reading a news story about fentanyl. They're putting, is it Narcam? Yeah. They're putting them in schools. Libraries. They're putting them in libraries across the country. What was the kiosk story with that? That was at the library because it had so many people in the bigger cities, like San Francisco and stuff, where people were ODing that they were putting a kiosk inside of there. So if you saw somebody you thought was dead or Trump, you could go get the the uh, Narcan and administer it. I had a couple friends text me today and say they now carry this in their car. They carry they carry it in their car. And I said, well, why do you do that? Uh, I think Bruce St. James said it the other day. He carries it in his... Did he, Becky Lynn? Yes, he did. He's one person I know that yeah. has said he does. So if he sees something... He's I, ready. I, yeah. So what do you just... You plunge it into the leg? Is that all it is? I have no idea. I have no yeah. idea. I guess yeah. the pharmacist, wherever yeah. you pick it up, could and explain how to administer yeah, it. Yeah, anybody can get it. You can go... Yeah. If you're over the 18, you can go to uh, uh, you know any of the drugstores and you can get yourself Narcan. Yeah. Uh, we've got to figure out... There. I said this the other day, too. There has to be a spokesperson on this. There has to be a national spokesperson on fentanyl. It's, we've got to go back to the days of Nancy Reagan, who said, you know, what was it? Don't, obviously, don't do drugs. Yeah, but yeah. Well, she her, had, the, you know, the Red Ribbon Week and, you know. What uh, was her famous uh, uh, phrase? Oh, uh, just say no. Just say no. We don't have that right now. Here's the thing. When you get to the point where you're experimenting, you've got to get it before that. You've got to get it to the kids where they understand, look, there is one situation here where you think you're going to a party with your friends and you guys are going to take some Adderall and have some fun. And you're going to find out that somebody bought this cheap and they bought off somebody who bought it off somebody who bought it off somebody. And that $30 that guy made inside of there is something that's going to kill you. And there is no coming back from that. There's no second try. There's no mulligan. It's over. It's one pillow. It's one pill, one swallow. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we do this? Because like a lot of your parents have already had your talk with the kids. It's not the birds and the bees right now. It's fentanyl. Uh, do 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 we need something here in Arizona that's run by, let's say, Governor Ducey or, or what have you? Or, you know, maybe it's Kathy Hoffman who's, you know, in charge of Arizona schools that there is a there's who's a, our health person this week. Because after uh, Chris went away, who's that? That's the person who should be out there in front of all of this stuff. I don't even know who it is. I just don't. You know, I'm not sure. But I mean, I know those, there's somebody new. And and I and, and I think at this point in time, it's about scaring people straight. 
because I think telling everybody, don't do drugs and dope to dope, right. uh, people are silly because when you see these things, they they go as far as putting the number on there. And so, you know, kids will say, let's play pill roulette and they'll have 20 pills. You look it up. Well, this one's Adderall because it matches what the pharmacy, uh, what the pharmaceutical companies put on there. This is an A3 or whatever. What's an A? I don't know what well, that like, is. So in each one of the prescription pills, you're going to have a number on there. Okay. Right. So the, it might say A3 or, right. or 477. And that right there is like, oh, this is, you know, this is Adderall or this is whatever it is. They make it so it looks just like that. So you couldn't even tell if they were sitting next to each other, the real one and the fake one. I see. I think also, well, you made a good point. You have to get to the children and get them to know about this before they start experimenting. But, you know, I also go back to the the girl in L.A. Why did she take what she thought was a Xanax? So there's an underlying problem. Oh, yeah. You have you have kids with anxiety and depression. So I'm just guessing maybe she took it because she's self-medicating. Maybe she feels like she's crawling out of her skin. If any of you have had anxiety, that's what it feels like. It's horrendous. I've had it. It's terrible. They want to be numb. You want to at least numb yourself a little bit, right? And then you take this pill. So there's an underlying thing, at least for that story, is we've got to make you know sure kids who have anxiety and depression don't take what they think is a, is a Xanax because it's not. It's a death pill. It's it's fentanyl. It is. And maybe there's some Xanax in there, some of the substance in there, but there's also it's been sprinkled with fentanyl. And if you're and, look, if you're a big time drug addict and you've done this for a long time, uh, I, I go back to that whole thing in San Francisco and I watched that guy stop those two kids who were going to go buy some some drugs, and he went took their twenty bucks, came back, and he's like, "This is fentanyl right here. This would have killed both of you guys dead." Yeah, I don't know how we get. That to every single kid in Arizona, it needs to be done. Yeah, we need to. It's got to be early. We got to. We've got to get some speakers like that at Arizona schools, and maybe it's Kathy Hoffman. This starts with. I'm thinking. You know, I know we do have an election coming up and and all that kind of stuff, and you know they're all busy campaigning, but uh, you know we've we've just spent the first 15 minutes of the show talking about a 16 year old kid. Uh, at a at a at a school here in Arizona, who is dead? He's dead, and likely the possible overdose likely is going to be fentanyl. Yep. If you haven't talked to your kids about this, you, you as a parent need to research this, learn about it, and scare the crap out of your kid. Yeah. Look, you if you really want to do. smoke a little weed once in a while, you get older, maybe have a drink with your friends. It's going to happen as you grow. You're going to. That's one thing. Right. Stay away from the pills. Yeah. Stay as far away from the pills as possible, period. Period. Great. That's well said. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll continue to, to watch this story. Very sad story. 16-year-old kid. My goodness. All right. Coming up next, uh, the storm. Did you get home last night? I did. It okay. was very blustery, Pooh Bear. <laughs> well, last night, that stupid storm forced me to do manual labor. Uh-oh. And Becky Lynn, do I like doing manual labor? No, you do not. That's why I, I do regular labor. I don't like to do any labor. <laughs> We'll talk about that next on the Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, go to KTAR.com, right side of the page. Gatos, a Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. So I ask, uh, you know, massive storm hit the Valley on Monday. Did you have any damage from the 60-mile-per-hour winds, yes or no? Now, I expected this. 
about 74% say no. Okay. I'm, I'm guessing the majority of you did not have damage. Are you going to rebuild? I am. Okay. Uh, the other part of you says, you know, there's 20-something percent say, yeah, I've got had some damage. So if you missed it yesterday, I mean, we had 60-mile-per-hour winds. There were 50-mile-per-hour winds. Uh, there was a... Our buddy Hunter, right? His, his, his roof blew off his shop? Yeah, we had, a, um, we had a guest late in the show who works in Phoenix, and he's, he hears the storm come in. He looks up, and his roof is gone. I mean that's his that's his place of business, and so it you know during, while we're doing some storm coverage with Becky Lynn, our news team, my wife sends me a picture, and we've got a massive tree that came tumbling down from the desert. It was not in our in our yard because we live near a mountain, so the well, the, it wasn't in your yard yesterday morning. It was it, it was it was until last night, so it fell into our yard, and then you rushed home and cut it not. all down with not. your hands. You tore no. it apart with your. What, what does he have there? A chainsaw? Just like just just just, just cut it up. Becky Lynn, am I allowed to use power tools? Um, I wouldn't think it would be a good idea. Yeah, that's a negative, right? Exactly. I'm not allowed. Dude, to I was use trying power. to pump it up right there. Just give you a little. No, no, no. I listen. I don't lie on the air. I'm not. I'm not like you know Carrie Lake or Katie Hobbs. I'm just lying to everybody. Just I don't lie on the air. I'm a man of truth. I'm not a politician. So my wife texts me a picture, and there is a there's a tree in our pool. It's in our backyard. And I'm like, that's going to be a mess. You know, maybe I don't have to pay for it because I call the HOA. It's not on my property. But, you know, so all of a sudden, my neighbor, my neighbor, Frank, and his wife, his daughter, they, 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 they come over. They've got, they've got this, this thing. It's amazing, Chad. It actually cuts trees. Was it a new, <laughs> was it, a, was it a new thing? Cause it you're was, like, he must have got a new power tool. It was a new toy. So he's back there. My wife is back there and he's starting to cut the tree and we're in the middle of the show. And I'm, you know, I get a picture from my wife here and there. So he's cutting the tree and they're putting all these massive branches like, you know, towards the side. And, uh, 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 and, 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 and all of a sudden that, that tree is gone. He's cut it all down. And it was massive, dude. It was it was a lot. It was crazy. Does it now? Has it changed the when you look out back now? Is the it, tree is mutilated. Is it does it change, though? What, like where Absolutely. your view is and everything? Is yep. that weird? It, it is weird. It is weird because. It's the second time that something happened to that tree this summer, but summer's over. So last summer and into fall. So I go home and my wife and I look at this pile of debris. It's just, it's six feet tall. It's six feet tall with all the branches and stuff. I'm like, all right, let's go. So, you know, I put a, I put on uh, some mittens. Well, see, look, hold on. Can you see that? I almost didn't. Oh, whoa. Are you going to be able to play on Friday? Uh, Becky Lynn, can you see? It's uh, it's what my. Did you cut well, your finger? I'm putting my middle finger up. Yeah, but I don't mean it like that. Uh huh. Do you, can you see the the cut? It's no, a, I'll come in and take a look see. later. He's like my daughter who comes in. Dad, look at this. I'm gonna need a bandaid. How how I big need is a bandaid? This? How big is this? You'd say. <gasps> It's, it's a scratch. It's the, a scratch. The size of what? A fingernail? Yeah, it's maybe. very oh, painful. Oh, my goodness. I know. I'm so sorry. Will you need stitches for that? No, I won't. Okay, uh, a good. little neosporin, and it's all good. A little but, kiss from your wife. It should yes, be fine. I put on, the, I put on my, my work gloves that are that have very, never seen very any clean. work. They're very clean. <laughs> <laughs> They're very clean. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, we got to work. So my wife and I, we're picking up these branches, and we dump it over the fence. Because oh, did you throw threw it over the fence? Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's where it's supposed to go. It's not my tree. It's not my neighbor's tree. It's, it's it belongs to nature. It belongs to nature. So I had to get that stuff off off the Do lawn. Do we know what the tree was? Uh, 
All I know is that thing dumps a ton of uh, yellow crap. In Palo Verde? Thank Palo Verde. You. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's all you have to say. So, but the moral of the story is this. How great are neighbors? If you, like, we've talked about this. For some of you not to know your neighbors is just, to me, at 49 years old, insane. It's insane. Because I didn't ask Frank and his family to come over. They rushed over. And they immediately started to cut the tree down. I didn't ask him to do yeah, that's that. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. That so with all the really crap awesome. that we talk about and all the garbage we go through and all the we were to talk about politics later, it's like horrific. Listen, there's such good people out there and you should get to know your neighbors and, you know, maybe help them out once in a while. You know, so what are you going to do for them? I'll probably take him out to an expensive dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? For you, that's worth that's it, right? Pretty good. There you go. Not too bad. There you go. He was walking around. He's like, oh, my God. I want to pay for somebody to come. I'll, maybe I'll do it myself. I'm like, you're never doing this yourself. No, I did it myself. Well, I did the, the you second You did the part. throwing over, and then you got yeah. hurt, and I don't know if you're going to play. Are you going to be no, on the No, I'm okay. 10-day DL? It's a little scratch. Uh... I'm questionable for Friday's uh, opening softball game, Becky Lynn, just to say. I, I'm putting myself as questionable. Well, you know what? You did what you had to do. Thank you. You gave of yourself. Yes. A little sore today. <laughs> you gave sore. of yourself. <laughs> your sacrifice <laughs> was too much for all of us. I hope, uh, I hope most of you didn't get uh, a ton of damage. Uh, certainly. Certainly. I mean, it could have been a million. It was, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal. You look at what's happened in Florida. Yeah. Right, my it's, God! There are people's homes that are gone, and you look at you look at your backyard and like, okay, there's a tree down. It's not a big deal. Yeah, Who there's cares? a tree down in my, in, in, in my backyard in my nice pool. It I think matter. I'll survive. You'll be fine. Exactly. All right, coming up next, are Arizona women having illegal abortions? What will the cops be called on them mid procedure? This is what we were dealing with in Arizona right now. The Gatos and Chat Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. Hey, uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. We've got this thing called a podcast called the Gatos Chad Show Podcast. Your iPhone, your Android, wherever you've got a phone that is, you know, connected to the web, you can grab this. It's fantastic. It's the Gatos and Chad Show Podcast, brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com, higherprice.com. All right. Um... Well, Carrie Lake saying Arizona moms want to abort their babies after birth was insane. What an insane, stupid thing to say on our buddy uh, Mike Broomhead's show. What a dumb thing to say. We're going to talk about that at 4 o'clock. Uh, I don't know what women she's talking to, uh, but that doesn't happen. Who's, who's giving birth and saying, okay, well, that's a healthy baby. Let's make sure we choke it out and kill it. She is just one of the worst she just really is. It is a, uh, again, you and I talked about it earlier. We'll get into it later. It's You go to the extremes. Right. Because you can shout. And the left, I'm looking at you, too. Yeah, let's look at that. Because the argument you guys make is, uh, it's rape and incest, less than 1%. Uh, third trimester, uh, right at the end, less than 1%. Yeah. But that gets all the noise, and the rest of us live in the world of reality. We have a woman who's running for governor who is saying that other women in Arizona who she wants to get votes from, are aborting their babies, killing them after birth. She is absolutely insane. They all copycat off of California law that has some funny language. Uh, there's no doubt about that, but it's you can take well, it and run with it and make money off of it, horrible. then do it. A horrible thing to say. All right. Um, so 
abortion. There is something, you know, here in Arizona. Who knows what the law is? Do you guys know? I don't think we all. I think we got two laws in front of us. We have no idea which one we're supposed to follow. We have three in theory, right? Because we have, uh, was it 64, 1901, and. Which uh, law says that moms one? are killing their babies after they're born? Which law? Oh, that's right. We, are, we don't have that Carrie Lake. Okay. Phoenix police are now telling 911 dispatchers how to handle calls for an abortion. The instructions do not send a patrol car. Okay. So this is, this is something we have to go through. We've got to figure out where we are on this. We've got two abortion bans in Arizona. Okay. And what happens if a woman is going to get an abortion? It's illegal here. What do you, would you, in the middle of a procedure, do you call somebody? Do you call 911? No, I'm not saying that's happening, but like, what, what do you do? So the 911. A lot of phone calls, are they just ringing off the hook? I'm assuming no. I'm assuming they're getting some calls, right? They would. I don't know who's doing an abortion in Arizona. Yeah, I'm assuming no. I think if you're going to be in a position where you call, it's going to be 911 because you tried to do something yourself. And maybe it didn't go the way you thought. And now you're in serious trouble. Let's hope not. But, you know, are, 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 will some people call the police? Will some people take their phone and call 911 and say, hey, we know of an abortion that's taking place? I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> insane. You, hey, I got, a, I got it on good I got authority. A tip. I got a tip that they're right. doing abortions across the street. So what happens? In terms of calls that are coming in just to attempt to criminalize, you know, a doctor or somebody who has sought an abortion, those will be deprioritized. And sorry, and other city council members are... Are working on a resolution that would put abortion calls at the bottom of the police priority list. That could make Phoenix the top target for the legislature. Yeah, so there's just a trickle-down effect of what's happening here with two abortion laws on the books. The cops don't know what to do. Planned Parenthood doesn't know what to do. Uh, we've got the people who are running for office saying idiotic things. Which is not a shock. No, it's not a shock. But, but still... When uh, you come out and you say... Hey, women in Arizona, they're killing their babies after they're born. Oh, for crying you know out is, loud, I'll go back to that scumbag, horrible human being, Dr. Gosnell, who was doing late-term abortions. And if the baby survived the abortion, he would, in theory, put it in a bucket and put it inside of a closet. Eventually, they caught him. He went to jail. Right, which is what should happen. Yeah. yeah. And apparently, Carrie Lake thinks that's, that, that mothers are doing that. Yeah. I, uh, um, so what happens if there's an illegal abortion in Arizona and somebody gets a phone call? Well, 911 has said they're not going to send a patrol car. And some people are ticked off at that. I question why a patrol officer would not be dispatched. Arizona's leading abortion opponent, Kathy Herod, says the call should be treated like any other crime. The investigation should be immediate or else the crime is going to continue. Well, in a, a portion of me says she's right. Yeah, but who's calling? But, but I know, but I'm just saying, if we don't know what the law is, and if it's illegal to do it, and we're we're not allowed to call 911, what does that tell you? It tells you nobody knows what the hell to do. That's what it means. What a mess. <laughs> we are a hot mess. Gosh. Here. You know, it's a hot mess when uh, at night they make fun of you all over television about the uh, three different ways you can and cannot get an abortion. And- right. Arizona. What about, what about the Tucson 14-year-old we talked about yesterday? Yeah. 14-year-old in Tucson has to take certain medication because she has arthritis, right? Yeah. At 14. So she's got rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. It's so bad that they call this somewhat life-saving. Now, the drug they give her 
is used for abortions. And and by the way, 34% of, of abortions now are, are what they call self-managed abortions, where they take a, a pill for a long time. It's like 95 to 96% successful. And that's one of those things. You can tell the doctor knows this girl's not pregnant. Yeah. Is she going to have to take a pregnancy test every time she gets? No, she's going to have to move out of the state. No, they're not going to move out of the state. Uh, they're going to they're going to have to come up with some i uh, some it, real plan. First of all, find out what abortion law is real and not real, and let's go from there. Yeah, but that kid in Tucson who's fourteen is in pain and can't get the pill. She did get the pill. She did. She did. Yes, they right. finally filled the doctor. It. They finally, had to, they had to have a doctor's note yeah. to, right. to say that. So we talked about this yesterday, and it's insane that we've got it. For how many weeks did a fourteen-year-old have to suffer? So we're, we're pro-life. Does that mean pro-life? Letting a fourteen-year-old suffer because we can't give her a pill that they give to some people to get an abortion when she's not pregnant. Yeah, That's, and she was already is that pro-life, and she was already taking it. Yeah. She's already taking she it. She was already taking it. Yeah. They just wouldn't refill it. And finally, they made the right move. Yeah. Isn't that insane, though? It's like, you guys know she's been taking this for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was brand new, okay, it's a fair question to ask, right, at this point in time. But if she's been taking it for several months, I don't know how many times you think she's getting pregnant. It's, it's insane. And All they right. probably didn't think it. They just had their own license to worry about. Well, it, you know, it's the, it was the pharmacist. Yeah. It comes up, and they're like, whoop, 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 whoop. And I get that. It shows what kind of confusion we have. Yeah. Okay. Up next, we've got a major uh, medical breakthrough for one of the scariest diseases out there. This is good news. We'll talk about it next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, you guys remember the Ice Bucket Challenge? Yes. What was that? How many years ago was that? Goodness gracious. It's been 10, 12? Oh, gosh. I don't think it was that long. Where are you living? <laughs> Becky went five. I was going to say about five, six years ago, something like that. Remember, everybody said um, Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS. Uh, it's a terrible disease. And if you if you take a bucket of ice water and dump it over your head, put it on social media and send it to someone else. Like I could do the challenge, and then I go, oh, Becky Lynn, I challenge you to do it. They raised millions and millions and sure millions did. of dollars off that, and um, they have a, a drug now. Thanks to the money that was raised, that will prolong the lives, hopefully, of an ALS patient. That's fantastic. Off one thing that was fun to do on social media that everybody did. Um, Can you imagine all the millions and millions of dollars that were raised? uh, And now we've got a drug out there. Uh, I want to bring on my friend uh, Tara Norley. She's uh, president CEO of the ALS Association Arizona chapter. Because this weekend, uh, I'll be hosting an event called Bite Night. Uh, Karen, what have I have I done like twelve of these things? Yeah, you're on twelve. Gosh, <laughs> it's it's an amazing event. I was asked a dozen years ago to host it. I knew a little bit about ALS. We got the we got the big uh, event coming up uh, 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 this Saturday, and I just wanted to bring you on to tell everybody you talk to all these ALS patients what it's like to live with that thing because it is a monster. It is a monster, and it's one that um, we hope to slay soon. Yes. So we are making progress. I'm so glad you brought up Ice Bucket Challenge and our new drug that came out uh, last week. Um, so we're really happy about that. 
Um, but yeah, excited for bike night and to see things happen this weekend. Yeah. So when you live with ALS, you can't move your body. That's the thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly it. You become trapped in your own body. And so it's like the worst thing you could ever think of, right? Your mind's still intact, but you are unable to move. And it affects the nicest people. And it also affects people that have been kind of these adrenaline junkies too. So can you imagine going from that to having this disease where you can't do much? Yeah. So the new drug, uh, I know it's been approved in Canada. It's approved here. What do we know about it? Uh, and is it is it approved for people to start using now, or is it one of those things where they prove it, then they got to go back and talk to forty people, then they approve it, and how's this work? Yeah, so I'm glad you brought up the approval. And so what we're looking for is that it's approved and we're hoping that it becomes available mid-November. So it takes about four to six weeks for them to start producing the drug in mass quantities. And then we want to get our hands on it as fast as we can. We've encouraged our families and patients to go to their doctors now, start getting prescribed for it and start going through the insurance requirements. So let's get it to you as soon as we can. Uh, Taryn uh, Norley's joining us uh, from the ALS Association Arizona chapter. We've got the, the big fundraiser coming up on Saturday. Um, one thing that I love about you guys, if someone were, were to be, you know, uh, diagnosed with this disease, you guys give them everything, right? Yeah, we do our best to help them out. The biggest thing that we provide is medical equipment. And so we are able to help provide them with a power wheelchair. You know, many will lose the ability to walk. And so if we can get one of these wheelchairs, which may average $30,000, if we can loan that to them, that is so helpful to the family. We don't want people to pay for this disease. It becomes very expensive. The average annual cost is approximately $200,000 for someone living with ALS. And a good majority of that money comes from uh, the loss of wages because when someone's diagnosed their caregiver typically quits their job to care for them so we want to eliminate all that we want to really focus on the quality of life of the person and let them live the life that they're meant to live and to not burden them with any expense on any equipment or any needs that they may have hey uh, taryn we've got about 20 seconds if uh folks out there want to donate how do they do it Uh, a-l-s-a-z Dot org. All right. I'll see you on Saturday. All right. Thanks, Dato. Right, Bye. Thanks. Uh, Taryn Norley, President, CEO, ALS Association, Arizona Chapter. Uh, some some of the people that you meet with this disease are the biggest warriors I've ever met in my entire life. They just are. It is just, imagine being stuck in your body and not able to itch your face or go to the bathroom by yourself or stand up and get off the couch and get something to drink. You can't do it. So... Listen, I'm always looking for a great charity, and this is one, ALSAZ.org, if you'd like to give. All right, coming up, Governor Ducey, is he caught in a scandal at the border? We'll discuss on the Gatos and Chad Show.